This is Jack from the Horrible Movie Podcast. Each week, producer Phil, a guest, and I watch a horrible theater release movie. We record our conversation, and then we tear that movie to shreds. We keep it family-friendly, so gather the family around the old smartphone, laptop, or tablet and join in on the fun. Just like all the great Studio DNA podcasts, find the Horrible Movie Podcast at Spreaker.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts can be found. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Hot Takeout Podcast, proudly part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find your favorite podcast at Spreaker.com forward slash Studio DNA. Recorded live. You know, at the time of uh, recording. You're listening to the Hot Takeout Podcast, the only podcast with a 30 minutes or less guarantee, or it's free. And now your host, Chad Bradley. Can I take your order? Thank you so much for clicking play on this podcast. My name is Chad Bradley, and my guest this week is Jeremy Claudio of the band Tiger Drive. Claudio sounds like he should be some Chechnyan fighter. Probably got the wrong nationality on that one. But he's actually an incredibly talented singer-songwriter, soon-to-be actor, slash male model, and I'm not making it up. We'll talk about that a little later. His wife, incredibly talented as well. She has her own side project. We also talk about that later. And on the Extra Value episode out next week, there's actually going to be a clip from one of her brand new songs that dropped on, well, today, if you're listening on the day that it released. But if you're listening to it after, it was back when this episode released. I think I need a flowchart. That said, more about the episode. So honestly, you may have never heard of the band Tiger Drive, but they are up and comers. The music is fantastic. They've made the right friends in the right places at the right times. And I get the feeling that this is one of those bands that not too long from now is going to be absolutely giant. And you have the opportunity to be on the ground floor of fandom. So keep listening. Enjoy this episode. My conversation with Jeremy Claudio of Tiger Drive starts now. We met, well, I don't even know how long ago, like a decade ago in Columbus, Ohio. And you were in a different band and I was at a radio station and our paths crossed quite a bit. The more, the more I spent time around you at shows or just running around Columbus, the more I realized that you're not just like a performer. You're not just like a, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, you're just not a rock star. You are that. <laughs> but you're also a heck of a dude. Like, I mean, I remember having one of the deepest conversations outside. Gosh, I can't remember what venue it was. It was right before a 21 pilot show. I think at the time I was helping the radio station out. And I think we like, I think we were doing a show together. And then we just ended up sitting in the car talking about life and just the things that new friends talk about when they are way too deep, way too fast, too close to soon, basically. We definitely needed to set, set some barriers real fast. <laughs> so now you, you're no longer in Columbus, Ohio. You're now in Nashville, Tennessee, and you're with a band called Tiger Drive. And you guys are phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously, so much. That means the world. It's been an interesting journey. I think um, for the most part, being in Columbus taught me a lot about um, like being passionate about what you do when it comes to music, it's funny. I remember coming to Nashville and watching some shows here, like when I first moved here. And I think I assumed I was like, man, Columbus on, is on this level. We're about to go over to Nashville. It's about to be a whole nother level. 
I was like, I'm going to go to a local show and there's about to be, you know, like strobe lights and lasers and, you know, all this stuff. And, and I showed up and it was super cool, but like, I just didn't feel like, at least not on the level that Columbus is like, and Columbus people just care so much about what they're saying and about their music. And it's not about making a record or, you know, having a single be on a playlist or something, you know? And so I learned so much in Columbus just about, I mean, just about loving what I do and having a reason behind what I do it, about behind what I'm doing. And then also, like, just the live show, like, putting such meticulous work into um, putting on a show that's way, that's worth way more than the five to 15 bucks you're going to pay to get in, you know? And, and on the flip side of that, when I moved to Nashville, I learned a lot about honoring the craft in the, in the way of like kind of cleaning it up and making it like, like stewarding it for lack of a non churchy word. Blech. Um, but I like, I just, I kind of learned how to like to honor the music that I was doing by making it as clean as it could be and as crisp and as well done and getting the right takes and, you know, caring about things like feedback, you know? So in, in that essence, I kind of took the rock star mindset away and I started thinking more like, how can I, how can I be a good leader on a team and how can I set a precedent and a standard? And, you know, be up there with the best of them. You know, I think I look up to a lot of really awesome musicians and I'm like, man, how do I, how do I make it so that when I listen to a cool Coldplay record or a Magic Dragons record or whatever on the radio, how do I make it so that when people listen to Tiger Drive, it's like it can hold water next to it? Well, everything you just said, that's what you are doing. I don't know if this is something you picked up in Columbus or, you know, I, I see you guys caring for your fan base, which is not a lot of bands do that well. You, you, it's usually like, we're awesome, worship us. But what I see you guys doing is like, we're together in this. And I mean, a lot of your, a lot of your music, which is just, I fanboy for a second, like I, I legitimately love your music. Like on multiple levels, it's, it's awesome to just listen to, but then also it's really deep if you stop and listen to what, what is being said. And, so I, I, I don't know, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna stop blushing now. <laughs> I think I'm shaking something Way past my train This kingdom of emotion Right by this broken heart that tells me that I'm afraid to feel the pain that helps me to find a way to hold on through the long to find relief while I'm upside down in the in-between I know you, uh, but I want all my listeners to get to know you. And uh, so I, I think that's best done by talking about food for a minute. Um, do you have any food restrictions? 
Ooh, I do not have food restrictions, but I'm kind of like doing the low carb thing, like the low carb, low, low carb diet. Listen, here's the thing. When you get married, <laughs> you get chubby. That's just a rule. You get married and then after that you get chubby. Some people decide that they are okay with being chubby because they have a very attractive counterpart in their marriage and so they just stay chubby. But I recognize that there are not that many fat rock stars out there. So I needed to like I needed to really put the put the brakes just on the chomp and the pasta and the rice and the bread. So, no, I don't have any dietary restrictions. There was a time where I went, like, veggie a little bit. But I just, I like, I like, I guess my 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 only dietary restriction is, like, self-control. I don't like, like, just eating everything like I used to. And that's where you and I differ. I love eating everything. And I'm actually, honestly, I'm, I'm honestly on a low-carb diet as well. Uh, the, the keto diet is uh, what the kids are Keto, you eat everything, dude. Keto, you eat like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, there's no carbs in um, gummy worms or um, chocolate syrup or uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, I have a few friends that have tried it and they love it, but I I don't know. I don't, I definitely don't love it because I mean, I it's effective. I've lost close to 30 pounds in a month and a half, That's sick. but I definitely don't enjoy it because my kids today had Dairy Queen, and I did not. So, oh, that's it, a very sad it, song. That's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I need you to hold me at this time. I've never been so scared of falling, so scared of losing it. Hold me at this time and tell me that there's nothing that will take us from this moment that will last forever. know you uh want to do this this uh this game real fast called are you in or are you out on these three different things so little caesars just announced they're bringing back their bacon wrapped deep dish if you were doing carbs are you into the bacon wrapped deep dish from little caesars oh man um short answer i'm out long answer if I could easily be peer pressured into being here. <laughs> it would only take a few people to be like, come on, bro, come on, bro, just eat it. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> okay, I'll eat it. Just today. Yeah, just today. Just my cheat day. I'll take a cheat day. So, yes, in short answer, I am not in if I'm behaving myself. I am in if my wife is not around to scold me. <laughs> <laughs> As as of the recording of this podcast, tomorrow is the first day of spring, March 20th, and DQ has announced that they're going to give away a free ice cream cone on that day. Now, yes, everybody loves ice cream, but are you in for standing in line with hundreds, possibly people, just waiting for a free ice cream? Does uh, For free ice cream? Does that sound... 100% not. Nope. No. That's... Dude, if I... It's like, what? Like $7? At the most for ice cream versus a line, that's so much time in my life. 
I can't get that back. I don't mind waiting in line for something like, oh, Chick-fil-A is opening a new restaurant. I might be able to get free food for an entire year, but I don't want to be around people. No, I don't want to be around people waiting for a 79 cent free cone. No. Nope. And then you got to think about, okay. And this is, this is on the record, off the record right now. I'm, 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 I am going to neither um, confirm nor deny whether or not I said this, if anyone else reads up, but just think about the crowd of people that that would draw, like the kind of people that would wait in line, I don't know that that's a line that I want to be stuck on. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That sounds super, like, judgy. Or, did you grow up Baptist, by the way? <laughs> oh, I did not grow up Baptist. <laughs> I'm not judgy. No, I'm not trying to be judgy. I'm, that, I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm just imagining, because I'm imagining, okay, think about the people that, like, sit around for sneakers, you know, they wait for like, you know, they camp out in front of a store to get sneakers. They love yeah. sneakers. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You love sneakers. People that, you know, are waiting for the next video game. I love this video game. But just imagine being around a ton of people that just freaking love Dairy Queen ice cream. That doesn't sound, that sounds like a carnival that should be illegal. Yeah, shoes and all that stuff, like that'll be around a minute. But like ice cream, you're gonna have you're gonna stand in line forty five minutes for a free ice cream to eat it in like two minutes. Nope. Two minutes. No, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm out. All right, and then number three, Nutella stuffed Krispy Kreme donuts. Yes or no? I'm all the way out. (laughs) I'm all the way out. Sounds like a food coma for three months. I am out. Can't do it. My belly, dude. I listen, here's the thing. I think you probably know this. But just as like a stocky, stockier built person, you know, there's like people that they can eat. Like our guitar player Corey, that that guy couldn't couldn't gain 20 pounds if he tried. Like he could eat a truck full of literal like cubed lard, and he wouldn't gain more than three pounds. And if he sneezed, he would lose seven. Like he's he's that kind of person. So like when it comes to things like that, like I'm not that guy. I could look at a pack of gummy worms and gain and gain ten pounds. So the like even the word Krispy Kreme, like I just had to like I was reaching for my belt buckle to un like to undo it because I was so full <laughs> just from hearing the word Krispy Kreme. And then you said you said Nutella infused. No sir. Oh yeah. No no sir. That's that's no. I can't. Mm-mm. I would do a dozen of those. And then say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow and never go. <laughs> no, I, that's not, that's, that's what the kids like to say, not vibe. Oh, that's great. Started out at the bottom. Now they know me out in Tokyo. They can see me getting higher now. It's like they know that we ain't slowing down.
Tiger Drive, fairly young group. Uh, you guys have been around two and a half, three years ish. Um, well, it's it's hard to say because when I moved here, my original goal was just to kind of serve Nashville. I I had moved here and I recognized that like a lot of people don't know this. Maybe listeners don't really know a ton about the music industry. I I really didn't when I moved here, but I learned very quickly that the music industry can be very like just very self-centered and self-glorifying and everything's about you and building this empire and getting everyone to do things for as cheap as you possibly can get them to do it and then using people as stepping stones to get to the next place. And so I saw a lot of that happening to my friends who were in the industry and, and it really just hurt me. And so my main focus, I've been in Nashville coming up on four years. So the first like two and a half years, has been me just trying to give back to the community. So I've been developing artists. I started producing full-time about two years ago. I've been working in the TV film industry. So that's why a lot of the first batch of songs sound very like TV commercial, NFL commercially. Yeah. Not in a, not in a bad way. It's, um, no, 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 no. Kind of that's just kind of the industry that I found myself in. And so we're still, like right now, I'm, we're kind of making a turn towards writing music that is just more of just more meticulously done just from my heart and my experiences over the last few years. One of the things that's gone on in the coming in the last few years was my wife and I went through a battle with stage three cancer. My wife had uh, stage three breast cancer and um, we kind of like, you know, we went through that whole journey and, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of that time, I would say probably 90% of that time I was still working um, and still kind of trying to build a base for us so that we, you know, could, once we were done with the cancer stuff, we could, you know, have, we you know, we bought a house and I built a studio. And um, so that was all really tough. But for the most part, a lot of those things that we went through, I, did, I, I don't think I really processed through them 100% yet. So I, I really do feel like, it, it's only been, in my mind, like a year or so that the band has actually been real and I've been actually able to, like, actually say what I'm feeling and and kind of, like... Because, you know, the, the whole mantra of the band is togetherness. It's just, like, it's like we... Like, it, life sucks, but it could be a whole lot easier if we do this together and we support each other um, and we love each other. And, um, and so now it's, like, you know, I wrote a bunch of anthemic songs that helped me get through some really uh, crappy times. And now it's like, you know, now now I'm almost like leaning on the fans and I'm going to I'm going to kind of show them where I've been and the things that I've went through and the love songs that I wrote to kind of remind me that there are better times coming. And so I, I really do feel like, like you said, it's, it's maybe been like it's been like a year since it's kind of birthed. By virtue of also being in Nashville, you kind of like go through members of bands all the time because everyone is like a hired gun or they're on tours or they're, you know, playing as hired artists or hired like musicians for different things. So I finally kind of like landed on my core guys and um, it's actually since changed. It's not public knowledge yet, but I've got two new guys that just joined our band, um, Casey and Brenton, who are awesome. And then um, uh, Corey, who's our guitar player. Um, so it's four of us now. And then Ricky, who used to be the drummer for the old band that I was in and was uh, drumming for Tiger Drive for the past 
probably like a year or so. He's actually moving back to Columbus, Ohio, and just took um, a staff position out there, and he's just kind of moving on in a different season of life. Uh, they're, uh, him and his wife are looking to adopt, and they're just they just kind of feel like you know they're they're called to do something a little bit different. Which there's like no bad blood. It's like it's awesome. It's really really great time for them. It's tiger, tiger blood. Tiger blood. <laughs> no tiger blood. <laughs> so so yeah, dude, it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot going on. But yes, I would say that right now, I'd say in the last year is like really. I'd say we're about a year, a year old. We're still little babies. And you, I mean, again, I mean, you guys have made some pretty sick moves in that time. I mean, you guys just played Rock the Universe in Orlando. Oh, that was so fun. So fun. I mean, heard you guys on a, a ABC commercial for one of their new shows a couple weeks ago. Um, that would have been a show called For the People, um, which was so awesome. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty sick. We had, we were definitely really honored to have them include us on that. That was that was super dope. Yeah. So you, I mean. You guys are making moves, and uh, I, I, I for one, I'm, I'm excited to see what you do and what you put out next. Because I mean, again, so like a year and a half ago, I uh, made the connection with you and Josh Lorich. Um, yeah, I, I find that, I find out that I like I've been talking about him like the last couple of episodes. It's kind of funny. He's actually been a big uh, a big helper in me lining up artists for for, for interviews. And um, Josh is like he's one of the coolest, nicest guys I've ever met, and we just get along really well. I was so excited when you guys put out your Stranger Things, the in-between, like, I was, I was like, dude, I, I'm not the guy usually that's like, hey, I've got this guy that I know that's in a band. Can I just push them on you? I, I was like legitimately excited about that song specifically. And I was like, man, yeah. Josh, can I, can I share this song with you? And he's like, dude, send it over. Cool. And the next day he was like, bro, his voice is like butter. <laughs> oh, dude, I love that. <laughs> Dude, that means the world. Seriously, he was just like, "Man, I'm so excited to actually like know this cat. Like, he's he's crazy talented." And uh, it was just, man, I I say that only because when U two is opening for you, I want to be I want to be the guy that's like, "Yeah, I gave I gave Tiger Drive their start." Yeah, I'll be like, "Excuse me, uh, Bono. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir, sir. Um, we're gonna need you to hold on one second. I need to make an announcement here." Um. I need to shout out to uh, my boy Chad. He he put us on the come up. So uh, if we could just have him come up on stage, and then that I think that'd be perfect if we get you up on. Stage. We're about to get matching tattoos. Mm, yeah, I think that's uh, we have to. I think we have to. So I say that because I I know like I'm riding your coattails. You guys are going to be amazing. You're, like you're already amazing, and you're going to do amazing things. I just want to attach myself to like the winners. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's easy. That's fine. I'm into that. So you mentioned the battle of cancer with your wife. How is she? She's doing great. So, um, she's, yeah, she's just doing great. She's stronger than ever. I've got like mounds and mounds of uh, fruits and veggies and juice stuff. And we got filters and water. And I mean, we just went all out on just making sure that our quality of living, that's another reason not to be a downer, but that's another reason why like the food thing has been such a big thing for us is, just watching what we eat and being careful, but but yeah, it's been she's she's killing it. She's super strong. She actually has an artist project called Nightbird, and she is gonna drop a single on Friday that I produced for her. And she's uh, actually she's opening for Tori Kelly next month, which is pretty crazy. 
Yeah. That's so, awesome. So yeah, so she's she's just a she's just a warrior. She's she don't play around. <laughs> so can I ask you, would you be cool with sliding me a hook of your wife's song? Yeah, of course. I need you to say Save Me, by the way, is freaking phenomenal. Dude, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, the world. Seriously, it's, uh, we are... Oh, gosh. Talk about freaking blessings on blessings, bro. It's just like, it's unreal. Sometimes I look up and I'm like, oh, this is happening. This is real life. This is all the thing. Great. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, it's just happening. I don't really know how else to describe it, but we, we've been super, 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 super blessed. And we're stupid honored to like work with the people that we're working with and all that other stuff. It's just, it's great, man. I just think that's all a testament to you just being, I'm not going to say like a, just a good person, but obviously you're, you're trying to give back to Nashville. You're trying to make a community with your, your fan base. You're not trying to be a leech of the industry. You're not trying to be a, a leech of your fan base. So, I mean, people can definitely get, successful and make a lot of money that way being the leech i just think you guys are you're doing it the right way and uh you're you're building a solid base you know everybody's gonna it's gonna be uh the the 2015 21 pilots fan that's like yeah these guys are gonna be huge and everybody's like yeah hmm, whatever and then they go massive and everybody's like oh i was a fan from the beginning absolutely, absolutely. was a fan <laughs> Yeah, totally. And and all of my all the OGs, like it's so funny. There's like there are like I think sometimes I remember this, like and I, I hope that I don't know, I hope that it was like this for like even the bands that I really like. I think when you're a fan of a band and you like reach out to them on Twitter or you like like something or you whatever, I don't think people understand that like on base levels, you know, like when when an artist has 2,500 fans or 2,000 fans, 1,000 fans, 3,000 fans, whatever. When someone likes something or when someone comments on it, like, we actually stalk you. And, like, we're like, ooh, what, who are they? What do they like? And I hope they like this song. So I've had, like, there was this girl from uh, Hawaii. She just messaged us on Instagram and was like, this is so great. Uh, it sucks that you guys, I'm never going to be able to see you guys play live. And I didn't realize that you know, places like Hawaii, you can't really like route a tour through Hawaii. <laughs> you know, it's no. kind of like it's the, it's like a it's a guaranteed one-off. So because of that, there's like not a lot of times that bigger artists will go to a place like Hawaii. And so like I'm having this long conversation with her about like, oh man, like when's the last who's the last artist you saw, and you know, like how does that? And you know, she's like, Holly was just here. I love Holly. I was like, oh, I love Holly too. What's your favorite song? You know, and so it's like I don't think fans really realize how important their role is in the career of an artist because really as, as cheesy as it sounds, the fan is what brings purpose 
to the artistry, if that makes sense. Like, like I'm, I, like, I am subject, like, I am the server at the restaurant, you know, and I'm just trying to bring you something that will help you and you'll enjoy and that you'll like and that you'll hopefully want to order again, you know, so that I can spend more time with you and hang out and whatever. So, like, we, I've got, like, a few, like, OG fans already that I can't wait for us to be, like, super huge and then I'm going to, like, show up to one of their, like, birthday parties or something. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, freak them out. Like, I, I think, you know, I, I'm just, I'm super grateful as well. Yeah, my birthday is in April. <clears throat> Write it down. My birthday is in April. <laughs> my birthday is in April. I will have a bouncy house. <laughs> That's your next song, dude. Make it happen. There we go. My birthday is in April. I now have a bouncy house. Whoa. I think that's already a 21 Pilots song. That actually makes sense. I don't think I can rip that. <laughs> you guys, you're, you're in the music industry. Let's play a game that I like to call Name That Rapper. Ooh. I will let you listen to the sound of a rapper, and you have to tell me which rapper it is. Is it a rapper of a McDonald's item, a Taco Bell item, or a Wendy's item? So I'm going to, I'm going to crinkle a wrapper. You let me know what it is. All right. Name that wrapper. Wendy's. Oh, so sorry. Taco Bell. Dang it. I'm not. I know. So close. All right. One more time. One more. I've got one more wrapper and it's obviously not Taco Bell. It'll be McDonald's or Wendy's. Okay. All right. Name that wrapper. McDonald's. Okay. You've redeemed yourself. Good job. Yeah. That's seven points, and um, that gets you nothing. That gets you seven points, and uh, you win nothing. That's awesome. Played St. Louis not too long ago, and even when you were in your old band, you hit the road. Like, do you have a happy meal, like food that you eat that you just like? Obviously, you're watching what you're eating now, but when you were on the road and you were doing all you could to chubify after marriage. What was your go-to like road happy meal that you were just like, mm-hmm, I'm going to have this? I want to say that first off, it would probably be Taco Bell for sure, even though I messed up that rapid thing. Definitely Taco Bell. Um, and I was, dude, back in the day, I would get, geez, oh my gosh, this is going to sound so horrible. I got two, like the Baja Gorditas, and then... Uh, I got a Crunchwrap Supreme on top of it with a Baja Blast. Oh my gosh, no wonder. Ugh, that sounds so horrible. The, the reality is you probably only spent like $1.79 because that's the beautiful thing about Taco Bell. That was back in the day when, when, the budget, when the budget was there, yeah. That's real. Hot and ready. You make music, you listen to your own music, but like what's, what, what music are you into right now that's not Tiger Drive? That is not Tiger Drive. I will forever be a Coldplay fan. I love Coldplay. Um, they inspire me a lot. Um, I am also very much into uh, hip-hop music. I think it's awesome. Um, I am a huge Post Malone fan. Uh, I love everything that he put out. Time out. Time out. Post Malone makes me, like, I, I, I too enjoy Post Malone. But I feel like he's the guy that makes every person think that they could also be a superstar. Even his like his singing level is good. It's like very entertaining. 
I feel like though it's it's kind of plain and vanilla that like or deceivingly so if that makes sense. Like I feel like he's the guy that let people are like, oh, I could definitely I could do it. I could be post Malone. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But I I in my in my from my like experience, those are the guys who make it the best. And mm-hmm. this is the people that are attainable and they don't try to, because here's the truth. Like I feel like there's so many artists out there that don't understand that fans want, I feel like fans want to feel like your friend. And although as an artist, you can't be friends with all of your fans. Like nobody wants to be a, the friend of the person that is just all the time. They're always talking about themselves and they, all they care about is themselves and they do everything perfectly and they look perfect all the time. Like people don't, just don't want to live there and if they do they they don't live there for very long it's annoying you know what i mean it's annoying when to feel like oh i'll never be as cool as fill in the blank you know what i mean uh, unless you're beyond yeah. it no one will ever be as cool as Beyonce. that's just everybody just needs to swallow that down <laughs> but there's you know poor lizzo do you know who lizzo is not yet but i'm gonna google it you're gonna google it and it's gonna be great you're gonna enjoy that that's a good one lizzo is great she makes, like, super good, like, if you ever are just about to drive to the beach and you're feeling like, what's the term, uh, you're feeling some type of way, when someone says, are you feeling some type of way? If you're feeling some type of way about how you look, just put on some Lizzo and get you, get you some confidence real quick in your bathing suit. Listen to some Lizzo. There you go. When, first time you listen to Lizzo, you have to listen to it in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> must listen to it in the shower. It's going on the Spotify playlist right now, and then next time I shower, which could be this week sometime. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Hey, speaking of showers, uh, watch me go live. How long were you in a shower for that music video, <laughs> dude? So someone, <laughs> oh my god, I think my newest favorite thing, and I, I've actually talked to my wife about this a few times, and I'm like, honey, if we, if we. If we legitimately think that this Tiger Drive thing is going to go as far as we feel like it can go, like, we're about to encounter some Twitter haters and some, like, legit social media haters. What am I going to do? Because I have grown more and more sensitive over <laughs> over time in my life. But my new favorite thing right now is to read YouTube comments on videos <laughs> that I put out. Because someone literally said... Dude, why is he in the shower? <laughs> as if he was talking to his friend and he said that. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to post that as a comment. See the answer. Someone actually asked me, why are you in the shower? And let me see. I, I'm pretty sure my exact quote, and you can go look at it. It's on the YouTube, it's on the YouTube thing. I'm pretty sure my exact comment was, I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, I said, question. I don't know. I was just like, I don't know how to answer that. It was, it was cool. Like, I, I was, if I'm being completely honest, when we first finished watching me go live, and, you know, I did it with um, this guy named Jeremy Lucido, who's, uh, if you remember the band League, he used to be the drummer for League. And um, him and I and a girl named, uh, really awesome, talented songwriter named Aaron McCarley, we got together and we, you know, we just vibed really, really well. So we're like, dude, let's try and write a song. And so we wrote the song together. And so, you know, you get, like, kind of rough versions of songs until they become, like, the final version. And I remember sitting, it was pretty close to the final version, 
And I was just listening back and listening back and listening back to make my notes. And I played the song while I was showering. And I was like, this is awesome for the shower. I like this song in the shower. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do a music video of me doing this in the shower with my clothes on. And so then there you go. That's how it goes. Two things. One, League's amazing band. I w- wish they would put out more stuff or still still put out stuff. Uh, and then secondly, what I love about artistry is that you get to do whatever you want. And then whoever's watching or listening kind of interprets it in their own way to an extent. Obviously, there's some things you can misinterpret or interpret incorrectly. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan with, I mean, you know me, I say a lot of stupid stuff to get that reaction like that's who i am and i i had to go to a place where like i had to be comfortable with that person because people would say to me all the time and it used to bother me people used to say oh you're so weird and that bothered me for the longest time and now people are like oh you're so weird and i'm like oh thank you you're right <laughs> so so with that stuff man like i'm be comfortable with it own it like i do i i applaud it man i i mean who cares why you're in the shower the music video is amazing the song is amazing if the guy's going to comment, it's probably just because he felt uncomfortable watching it. It's like, maybe you should shower more. In the shower. He doesn't like what he looks like in the shower. That's, let's get there. Sir, you need, to, you need to have more confidence. Listen to Lizzo. Low carb. Low carb. Low low carb. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> Best reheated. What music do you listen to that's old? I love it. It's from way back, but I still listen to it now. And I can jam to it. So what's your best reheated song or artist? Uh, best reheated song, always Coldplay, every time. Every time. Or there's another band called Polyento. They're out of South Florida. They're super dope. And they're sick. They have this album called One Big Particular Loop. And it, it is just vibe, like car music, like just kind of like driving on a long road trip. You're a male model? You do that? <laughs> I'm a male model. Um, not like Zoolander. <laughs> I, I've just always, it's interesting. I've always just been, I've always been interested in fashion and clothing. I grew up, uh, kind of low income and didn't have a lot of money. And I have always kind of had this thing where I was like, man, I, you know, I really want, you know, where you get a budget of like 60 or 70 bucks for, you know, sneakers for the whole school year. And you, you know, you take care of them or don't and then you look like you've got crappy sneakers your whole and then people make fun of you it's a new york thing as i got older i was like man i really actually you know i can invest a little bit of money into this and i'd love to do that but i've always kind of felt a little bit insecure about it and to be honest whenever you go through a pretty intense life event like cancer you just kind of get this like realization like dude who the f really cares like i'm gonna go and do the thing that I've always wanted to do and I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to like kind of sit around and not do anything. So, I mean, I was just like, dude, I've always, I've always said I'd love to model and act and, you know, fill in the blank um, at one day in my life. And I was like, why am I waiting? Let me just do it now. So I reached out to some friends. We did some photo shoots. Um, and then I'm actually, I'm actually uh, going to act in a music video coming up here soon. And you know another another artist music music video, so it's pretty cool, man. I'm I'm just kind of like diving into it face first, and um, I was in my wife and I took a pretty long Europe trip. We were gone for about a month, and I was able to go out and like find some really dope 
clothes in Europe, and it's just becoming it's modeling and and fashion is becoming a new a new snob thing. You know, you get into like coffee or like craft beers or something. That's fashion and yeah. clothes are kind of my my snob thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna applaud that just as much as the owning the the shower part of your music video. And I say that I mean kind of half jokingly, but seriously, you're right. You you go through these moments in life where you realize that life isn't eternal on earth. You can't be here forever. And there are some things you just want to try that maybe you're afraid to. Again, I, I, I applaud what you're, what you're doing and owning it and saying, you know what, I want to do it. So I'm screwed. I'm going to do it. Well done, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely, it definitely has taken me. It was funny. I had another interesting encounter with some folks. They, uh, this, this guy, um, had me out. Um, and he was like, Hey, like, you know, I'm looking, I just found you on Instagram and your vibe is really cool. And I'm, you know, I would love to have you come and model and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm totally down. That sounds super fun, whatever. And, um, and in, in the photo shoot himself, like after he had met me, he was like, man, I'm so glad that you just look like a normal guy. (laughs) He's like, He's like, all the models that I have lately, you know, they're just huge and jacked and six-pack and super thin. And you just you just look like a regular guy. And I was like... You're a solid four. You're just a solid 4.3, brother. Like, I was like, dang, dude, I hate this guy. I'm leaving. Thanks, question mark? Right, exactly. I was just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. That's hilarious. I love everything about that. So big thanks to Jeremy Claudio of Tiger Drive. Obviously, super smart dude, crazy talented. They're going to go far. You can follow this podcast, by the way. You can subscribe so you never miss a show. And then also share on social media so your friends won't miss a show either. The show's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Hot Takeout Pod. Get that far. Click follow, like, share, Etc. And here's something kind of cool. You can actually support this podcast on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash hot takeout podcast. You could be like Jasmine and David. They're the first patrons supporting this podcast. Thank you guys so much. You're amazing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. 